The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Flyer Feedback. It's John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback as we await the live postgame comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant. Dayton, a loser tonight, 69-77, an eight-point loser in their first road test of the year. John Tisdale, don't want to say the Flyers failed their first road test of the year. I think that's a little bit harsh for tonight, but they definitely yeah. did not pass. Uh, the five-game losing streak is snapped, and a team that is in uh, dire need of uh, taking advantage of some opportunities. <laughs> after after the three bye games they dropped at home, Tiz, they, they let a, an opportunity pass them by tonight, and they aren't able to close the deal in Dallas. No, that's really the bottom line, and really it wasn't for a lack of effort because the effort was there. I mean, Deron Holmes is second at 15 points. You had Elijah Weaver, who, I mean, numbers-wise, had 14 points, a couple turnovers, five of six from the line, and Mally Smith, of course, had 13 points and six assists. But really the difference was the experience of SMU. You know, we knew Kendrick Davis is the guy who, who is an experienced player is one of the top performers in the AAC, 19 points, uh, three of four from three. And then, of course, well, they sound familiar, folks, the Weathers brothers, Michael Weathers and Marcus Weathers. Michael Weathers hitting four free throws at the end of the game to seal the win. Zach Nuttall, 11 points. Uh, he had a fine game for them. And then you had uh, the guy Phelps. Uh, he had a solid performance tonight. Uh, Zurich Phelps, he had uh, 13 points, 11 in the first half. So really... Uh, John, bottom line is is that the Mustangs won this ball game. They shot 54% in the second half, including five trays. Uh, Dayton really couldn't really get the answers defensively, even when they switched to the zone. I think they tried everything at them, and it just really didn't work except really at the end of that game when they made that run. Uh, this was a game SMU won. This was not a game that Dayton lost. There's some things, yeah, Dayton can do better, um, and there's some things that they can build on. But when R.J. Blakeney is on the bench saddled with foul trouble tonight, like he was, he only played seven minutes. He had guys playing, Mally Smith played 36 minutes tonight, Holmes 32 minutes, and Kamara 31 minutes. Uh, yeah, the, the Flyers need to have more balanced in their minutes, and that really was not the case tonight. And uh, that really was the difference, uh, I think, in this ballgame. Yeah, it was a back-and-forth first half, uh, Tiz, until SMU really kind of pulled away in the final closing minutes of that first frame. They were up eight at the break, and then Dayton uh, really got into trouble in the second half. About halfway through with 10.02 left, Dayton was really starting to let the game get away from them, Tiz. They found themselves down 15, but give the Flyers credit. They chipped away at that lead, and they got to within as close as three with Mustafa Amziel's three that he hit, capped a 10-0 Dayton run with three and a half minutes left. Uh, they were only down uh, or over a three and a half minute span, I should say. They were only down three at that point with 42 seconds left. But as you mentioned, Tiz, SMU just uh, able to pull away in the closing seconds to clinch the 77-69 win over Dayton. Yeah, absolutely. And really, uh, that, that stretch of the game you had, as I wrote, I wrote down in my notes, uh, Dayton led 20-17 to 17 with about, what, 7.48 left to go in the first half. And then uh, I thought the key point in this game is when SMU went on that 17-4 run uh, where they took control of that game after that three by uh, Bandemol right there at the end of the half. And then Dayton got a couple of buckets from Deron Holmes. And then Weathers had that slam. I think it was, I believe it, it was Michael Weathers who had that slam. I wrote that down. It was I think it was Michael. And he had that slam to put him out 36-28 at the break. 
And that I thought was, I, I thought a key play right there because Dayton got it back to six. You're thinking, okay, Dayton's going to cut it back to six. Then that big basket right there at the end of the half, I thought was really what helped uh, give momentum right back to the uh, right back to the Mustangs right before the break. And just SMU really took control, John, like you said, right there at the middle point of that first half. And then the other thing was, you know, they talk about the turnovers. Yeah, nine turnovers, which is a pretty low number. SMU took advantage of it a little bit more. 12 points off those turnovers. Dayton had seven. So that's another little bit of a difference in the game. Nine turnovers is pretty good uh, for, for a Dayton team that's had their problems turning the turning holding with, with turnovers. So nine is a decent number, but they were also at critical times. So that's the thing that kind of hurt this team, especially those live ball turnovers. You've heard Josh Pastorino talk about it. Um, we've heard Rex Gardecki and Keith and all our analysts who do such a great job. Those live ball turnovers really led to baskets tonight um, the other way. And uh, that was the other thing I thought that really hurt this uh, Flyer team tonight. Yeah, that's the thing, Tish. You, you can't be uh, too upset at keeping turnovers to single digits. But as you mentioned, SMU took advantage of uh, a lot of them and turned them into points. And that's where it does uh, kill you. But uh, typically, you know, single digit turnovers, that's all right. Um, just, I think big picture tizzy, just overall disappointing that Dayton didn't take advantage of this game tonight, this opportunity before them. This was a quad two game, quad two opportunity for the Flyers, because this was a road game versus a 76 to 135 opponent. Uh, the net rankings that were released for the first time earlier this week, SMU is 127 in the net ranking. Right. So this was again, a quad two game, uh, because of playing a 127 team on the road. Uh, because, Tiz, this is a team uh, that these next three games against SMU, Vatek, and Ole Miss are pretty crucial uh, because it cannot be overstated the kind of damage this Dayton team did to their resume when you drop, as of right now, two quad four and one quad three loss at home. Uh, you know, that that's that's a Dayton team that, as we've talked about so far this season, it has, has left themselves quite a crater to dig out of. And, um, you know, you really, you really would have preferred that they got this game to help you know, continue to to sort of shore up uh, what they got going on right now in terms of a resume. Yeah, there's no question about it. That one and three stretch that started the season really hurt this team. I mean, look, I mean, I mean, I'll go with the Kempom rankings. I mean, the NCAA net rankings, as you said, just came out. I mean, UMass Lowell lead the bad losses, two thirty three, Austin P two eighty two, and Lipscomb two thirty five. Those are bad losses. I mean, look, Dayton. Let's give this Flyer team credit, folks. They came right back in Orlando and beat some real good competition. Miami, you had, of course, the ups went over Kansas, and then knocking off a really good Belmont team. Folks, make no mistake about it. Belmont is good. Uh, that is going to be up there as one of Dayton's top wins of the year. It's a good veteran team. But look, this was an opportunity for the Flyers to get this one tonight. Uh, they had some chances. Uh, they didn't exactly shoot. They weren't great uh, at times in the first half. I mean, they shot for the game 42%. Uh, the other thing was, this was Dayton's first true road test. Josh Prosterino and Larry talked about it during the broadcast. Dayton played through ne three neutral site games where they had fan support. They didn't necessarily have that kind of fan support at SMU, even though uh, they mentioned, Larry and Josh mentioned during the broadcast, it was finals week for the SMU students. But still, the SM I thought it was a pretty good crowd hearing, I, I don't know, John, how you felt you you watched the game probably on espn plus i did not i heard uh, i had larry and, and josh but i thought the atmosphere sounded good it was a pretty good atmosphere but just to me this was the first true road test where dayton had to deal with some adversity uh there were times where they battled back from adversity but they dug themselves just too big of a hole down 14 15 points 
that's hard to come back, especially for a team that's playing that's got that's playing that's got twelve freshmen, the second youngest team in the in the country. Uh, you dig them, you get into a hole like that of 14, 15 points. That's hard to dig out. Flyers to overcome tonight as they drop seventy-seven to sixty-nine to the SMU Mustangs. The loss drops Dayton to six and four on the year. SMU improves to eight and three, and it's John Bedell and John Tisdale here with you as we await the live. Post-game comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant. He'll join Larry Courtside down there in Dallas after this loss from the Flyers tonight. Uh, the five-game win streak is snapped. Uh, Tizian, for for at least a night, the, the good vibes are uh, <laughs> evaporated for a second yeah. uh, with this loss because it really was just disappointing seeing Dayton not able to uh, go down there and close the deal. But, you know, it's uh, they got to move on, and now you got to try to try to recover and, and reset for a, a really good Virginia Tech Hokies team coming in here uh, to UD Arena on Sunday. but uh, And this is an SMU team, Tiz, that we know well. I mean, you, you mentioned those names that uh, that we heard Larry and Josh calling all game with ba- uh, Bandumel and the Weathers brothers. These are guys that yep. we saw in the arena last year. Um, mm-hmm. The SMU game was one of the ones that I was at last year with about 125 of my closest friends in the arena. And Dayton wasn't able to close the deal last year against no. SMU. And uh, as they lost 66-44, at UD Arena, or they won by that score last year. Uh, Dayton unable to uh, come away with the win uh, against SMU in the return game in this home and home series. Yeah, exactly right. Matter of fact, Dayton now falls to one and four in the series. Their only win uh, was that uh, blowout win back in 2007. Unfortunately, I don't have the score in front of me. I think it was like 82 57, something like that. I think I mentioned it in the uh, Bud Light pregame show. That was Brian Roberts' senior year, Chris Wright's freshman year. That's how long ago that was. Uh, but look, I mean, this is an experienced SMU team. They're going to win a lot of games in the AAC, and uh, they're going to they're going to be in a lot of games. Uh, that's a tough place to play in Moody Coliseum. Um, you know, their their head coach uh, uh, has got a lot of experience, and uh, we're going to pick up on this a little bit more uh, when we hear from coach. The home of the Flyers, twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back in Dallas, uh, where the Dayton Flyers fall to SMU 77 to 69. We're joined by Coach Anthony Grant. Coach, uh, the players may not have gotten out fought tonight uh, or out hustled tonight, but they they certainly got out savvied tonight. I, I really thought there were some times when uh, the the experience of of SMU players in, in individually really came to the front, and um, they, they they played well. They did. You know they. Um... They made some timely, some timely plays, uh, whether it was on the defensive end or, or on the offensive end. Um, you know, I, I thought we looked like a like a young team that didn't understand the moment in the first half. You know, I, I thought we, 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 we made a lot of mistakes uh, that that cost us, uh, gave, put us in an eight point deficit going into the half. And, and to be honest, we were probably fortunate it wasn't more. Um, you know, in the second half they made some shots. Um, you know, I, I thought, you know. Th- those on the road, you know, those shots when they go in, when when uh, when you're late in possessions, you know, with a young team, you know, we got to be able to handle that better. We got to be able to handle those situations better. But one thing I will say, you know, we were down 15 with 10 minutes to play, and you know, the group that was on the floor, they fought, and they uh, they put us in a position where it's a one possession game with 40 seconds to play. Um, you know, didn't necessarily want to foul there. Uh, you know, would have, would have liked to have seen them have to make a basket. 
you know, obviously they'd missed the previous two one-on-ones, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the way the game goes. You, you did some good things in this game, and, and I know one of the things that you, you wanted to clean up was, was taking care of the basketball. Uh, you finished the game with nine turnovers, but, but only three in, in the second half when, when you, you really played better. Yeah, we gave ourselves a chance. You know, the first half, you know, the, the six that we had, I didn't really think any of them were forced. I thought we were just disjointed, out of rhythm, guys trying to do things they shouldn't be trying to do. And, and, and it really kind of put us, in a, put, put us in a bad way in the first half. I thought we started well. But then it was, it was just, you know, we, we just didn't, we didn't look like the team that, that we've been uh, from, just from a, uh, a connectivity standpoint. Uh, it was good to see the improvement in the second half uh, in terms of our ability to take care of the ball. And, and obviously, lessons learned. You, you said that initially, that uh, you're, you're a young team. You look very young at times, not maybe grasping the moment. And, and it was something that uh, SMU, um, you know, their, their experience shown through. You, you take these lessons, though, and, 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 you, and you build from it. Yeah, all, without question. Without question. We're, we'll, we'll be better for this experience. Uh, you know, in the moment right now, uh, you know, it's hard. You know, because I felt this was a great opportunity for our team to come on the road against a really good team and show what we're capable of, you know. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, we, we left some things on the table, so it's hard right now, you know. But we'll, we'll go back, we'll look at the film, and we'll learn from it and get better. All right, Coach, we'll let you do just that. Thanks. All right, uh, that will wrap things up here again. Dayton uh, heading back home and will be home on Sunday to take on uh, Virginia Tech in a 2 o'clock contest at a sold-out UD arena. Well, that takes care of things here in Dallas. On behalf of uh, my partner tonight, uh, Josh Pastorino, Larry Hanskin, again, reminding you the final was SMU 77, Dayton 69. Now stick around for more The Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton, a loser tonight, 77-69 on the road against the SMU Mustangs. They have now been swept in this home-and-home home series that started last year, last December at UD Arena, uh, as Dayton lost 66-64 last year at the arena. got to correct myself. I had a typo in my notes. said 66-44 earlier. But at any rate, Dayton lost the home game last year to SMU, and they lose the return game tonight in Dallas, and the loss drops the Flyers now to 
six and four on the year. Uh, John Tisdale, Anthony Grant pointed it out in his postgame comments, something we talked about, just disappointing missed opportunity for a team that really can ill afford any missed opportunities going forward because of the situation they've put themselves in uh, with that one and three start that will continue to be an albatross around their neck for the rest of the year. Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, he uh, as he talked to Larry just a moment ago, he said the Flyers looked like a young team that really didn't really understand the moment at the beginning of the game and thought they were fortunate to be down uh, eight points. Um, you know, he said he, the, that he was happy the way the team came back, cut it to three with 70 to 67. John, I, I was no, – I was – I caught this one. Uh, he didn't want to foul. Uh, remember where 70-67, it was about 42 seconds left. You're like, do you foul or do you play defense? Well, you got about a 12-second differential, right? Well, they'd miss, well, SMU had missed the front two front ends of a one-on-one. Well, do you do that again? Well, they fouled in that situation. That's not what Coach Grant really wanted. Wanted them kind of force them to take a tough shot. Well, that's understandable. So that's a little bit of something I think that uh, that's probably going to be talked about in the film room probably uh, the next day or so, right before they get to play about Virginia Tech. So that was something that uh, caught my ear. What about you? Yeah, just a disappointment for me of the other thing that he, not just a disappointment of the missed opportunity, but something that Anthony said where I'm paraphrasing, but he essentially said this is not uh, this is not who we've been the last several games. So he's clearly talking about that five-game win streak. And obviously what they did, uh, in Orlando, but also ripping off those wins uh, against Alabama State and then coming back and uh, smoking Northern Illinois on Saturday. So that that was kind of what I caught on to tonight was sort of the them as the roller coaster of the season continues, Tizzy come, coming back down uh, with uh, a less than just not taking advantage of the opportunity. Exactly. I, I, I caught that one too. So uh, this was definitely a night in which the Flyers, look, <laughs> they stubbed themselves in the, they really hurt themselves, dug themselves into a hole with those three bad losses. Look, Dayton's not getting those games back. Uh, UMass, Lowe, Austin P, and Lipscomb are going to be losses no matter how you look at it at the end of the year. Uh, this was an opportunity uh, to get something, not exactly a Tier 1 win. John, as you pointed out, this would have been a Tier 2 win. Uh, with them ranked in the 127 in the NCAA net rankings. So this was an opportunity. SMU had not lost a home game all year. And you give the Flyers credit, they cut it to three points with about 44 seconds left. There's about, yeah, about a, a dip. you still could have played some D, but you also got to give the Mustangs credit. You saw kind of the difference a little bit. And I think, again, the difference between a veteran team and a young team. And I think that was kind of the point that Coach Grant kind of pointed out, especially I go back to that critical point of that first half where it was 2017 with about 748 left to go after a Maui Smith layup, and then SMU outscores them 17-4 to over that almost six-minute stretch um, where they led 34-24, and then Deron Holmes scores four straight points to cut it to 34-28. I thought that stretch really is what hurt Dayton uh, in this game. Uh, as well as SMU uh, extending it uh, in the second half to uh, 15 points, 58-43, after a steal and dunk by uh, Phelps. So those are really the two points that really hurt hurt, uh, Dayton tonight. Yeah, did you mention, Tizzy, they're just, uh, you know, uh, just unable to come up with it. I mean, it it was their first road road game all year, and, you know, they cut it. I thought they seemed dead in the water. You know, when it got to 15-point deficit, 
with 10 minutes left. I think a lot of Dayton fans were like me thinking, ooh, boy, I don't know. This is this is really starting to get away from them, and I don't know if they're going to be able to right. pull this one off. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're chipping away. Larry and Josh kept talking about, all right, just a few more stops. You, you know, you can't get this all in one big bucket, but just start chipping away at it. And then all of a sudden, hey, they're down three with 42 seconds left, and you think, okay, well, maybe they they actually are going to pull this one out. And then at SMU, though, tis, then there comes the counterpunch from the Mustangs. And I think overall tonight you just look at uh, a, a veteran experienced squad in SMU, just the counterpunch punches from the Mustangs were just much stronger tonight. It was, and certainly uh, the Weathers brothers, both Michael and Marcus Weathers, that certainly helped out. Certainly when you got Kendrick Davis, who is a uh, – uh, candidate to be player of the year in the AAC at new at 19 points tonight, but also Michael Weathers had uh, 10 points, including those four free throws at the end of the game. I thought the guy, the two guys that really hurt Dayton tonight were Zurich Phelps with uh, 13 points, especially 11 in the first half. And then you had uh, Zach Nuttall with 11 points, including a couple threes. So uh, they came at Dayton tonight and, uh, you know, Dayton was the kind of team, Josh pointed this out during the broadcast, John, you had uh, uh, Mulai Sissoka, who had only played in only five minutes, and then you had R.J. Blakeney, who was on the bench with three fouls, he only played seven minutes. So, really, the bench really was not as much of a factor as it's been. And matter of fact, SMU outscored Dayton tonight from the bench, 35-29. to That's usually been in Dayton's favor, really, during this five-game winning streak. So, the Mustangs really had the answers, really, uh, throughout this game. Now, to finish my point earlier uh, that we were talking about in terms of uh, this team just not looking like they have the last five games, I think you know a lot of folks looked at how they had sort of gotten their you-know-what together after that one-and-three start and thought, yeah. okay, this team has totally flipped the page and they're going to be like this going forward. Well, now we've seen the roller coaster sort of continue where, okay, now they've come back down to earth a little bit, uh, which is disappointing for sure because they really – this is a really crucial three-game three game stretch, Tiz, with SMU, with Vatek at home on Sunday, and then going to Oxford to Ole Miss. But, you know, first of three opportunities, a missed one for Dayton. Let's see if they can get back up on the horse and, and get the Hokies on Sunday. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Everybody, one more time, Dayton a loser, 77-69 uh, in Dallas against SMU. We will talk to you on Sunday after the Dayton and Virginia Tech game. Until then, I'm John Tisdale. And I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. Go Flyers.